So the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about lies and deception in marriage. And the biggest way, and we're pretty well known for this, uh, not that uh, we're uh, really uh, great uh, at it, but we're known, I think, <laughs> kind of for this word of transparency is yeah. one of the biggest ways that we can combat uh, living in darkness, <laughs> living in the light. What? <laughs> Just kind of known for this. It's okay. You can keep it. <laughs> well, people are always saying, like, we love how you're transparent. We love that you you show kind this of your true. marriage it's and your weaknesses and all of that. So Fact check true. <laughs> it's, I guess it's just when people think fierce marriage, I think one of the words that comes to mind is transparency, which is good. I hope that it is. Well, we did literally write the book on it. See through marriage. marriage. Here you can it is. Go check it out. Check it out. It's so see through. You can't even see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> only only video watchers will get that trick. That joke. So uh, yeah. So today's practical tools so mm -hmm. in response to the previous two marriage episodes we've talked about deception lying mm -hmm. truth telling and what the, the importance of it honesty in marriage yes so here's some tools for truer honesty and we in other words transparency mm -hmm. right yep. did i say that right okay perfect we'll see you on the other <laughs> side So before we jump into this conversation, I am Selena Frederick. This is my husband. Ryan Frederick. And we are yeah. the faces, voices, everything behind Fierce Marriage, Fierce Parenting, Fierce All the Things. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Yes. Uh, it, we know that it takes time and attention to tune in to something about marriage to make your marriage better. And so our hope is that we will do that, we'll help you, we'll serve you well in that to that end, making your marriage better. Uh, but more than that, we just wanna shine the light of scripture on mm -hmm. these issues and areas of life. And that's kind of our promise to you is that we're gonna st stick to scripture, we're yeah. gonna stick to the gospel and be as honest as we can because we're talking about honesty today. Yes. So if you wanna support, like, subscribe, rate, review, YouTube, podcast, whatever, all that stuff really matters. By the way, ratings on podcast, I, it's like I can't escape my past. <laughs> so we, we've been doing this for five years. Yes. And real early on. We were not that great. We weren't good at it. And we were, a lot of times we would. God still use our feeble efforts. Yes, and we would talk over one another. Sometimes we still yeah. do that. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, to uh, because we can we kind of read each other's minds in a sense. We know what you're going, you're trying to say, and we'll try to say it maybe in a better, quicker way. You can read my mind. It's on record. I you know can read you, my mind. <laughs> it's on record that you can't read mine. <laughs> I'm kidding. And so anyway, people generally when they find the podcast, they listen to the first episodes, and then they'll comment, and they'll be like. Right, it's all great. You guys are good, but here's and you, by the way, reviewers are really sweet about this. I'm not trying to. It's not against them. It's just it's irritating to me. Old me irritates new me because I feel like we've grown. You have. So I'm being honest. We're talking about transparency. Transparency, and sometimes it hurts. So sometimes. anyway, I'm thinking about ratings and reviews, and and we do read those yeah. for better or worse. Thank you if you've left one. They do help us and leave a comment yeah. on YouTube if you're there. Uh, trying to be too too much more meta for the rest of the episode. Here. <laughs> so recap. Yes. Uh, two episodes back, we talked about uh, three lies of isolation. I'm not going to give those away. You can go check them out for yourself. But three lies we tend to believe in our marriage that kind of keep us isolated from one another. Um, and also our Christian community. And there is, God is inviting us to live in the light uh, and to live transparently. Uh, there's promises in that. Mm. There's flourishing and freedom to experience in those, in, in walking obediently in God's ways. Amen. The second, uh, I think this last episode we talked about was uh, lies and deception in marriage. So what happens when your spouse lies to you? What happens when you uh, f you find out that they're lying to right. you, right? What, how to, what, can, what can be your response? What is your response? Uh, and how can you deal with that? At least getting your foot on the right path. Uh, we're not counselors by any means. We just kind of share uh, what the Lord has taught us. But we hope to just get your feet on the right path and whether that means... Mm. 
going to a pastor or finding, you know, help, depending on kind of the level of the brokenness of trust, then uh, we would invite you to go go to the, the place that you, you need to find uh, help. So today's conversation. Yeah, uh, living specifically in, in truth mm-hmm. or in, as, as John, as, as a gospel writer, gospel, as a New Testament author, often calls truth light or mm. references the light that is Christ and walking in light of all that Christ said and did yes. and accomplished. And it occurs to me <laughs> that these types of conversations uh, always kind of, they, they have assumptions underneath them. Mm-hmm. And any worldview that, that someone carries, okay, secular worldview, religious quote unquote worldviews. Uh, we are Christians, so we have a biblical worldview. Mm-hmm. Um, they always are making claims about truth. Yeah. Because life needs truth. And even if you say there's no truth, there's no absolute truth, then that's going to be your absolute truth. It's that there's actually no absolute truth. And that's kind of one of the great ironic things of humanism <laughs> and relativism. The point is, lying has to do with with operating outside of an established truth. Mm-hmm. Whether or not you you recognize the same truth implicitly or explicitly, lying is a breach of that mm-hmm. of that truth contract that we have with one another. Mm-hmm. When we get married, we say, you know, to have and to hold till death do us part, mm-hmm. you know, I do, right? And you're the only one for me. <laughs> I'm tempted to quote Michael Scott right now. <laughs> Uh, I can't though because of what he says. Um, you're the only one for me, and that's going to be true for our entire lives. Mm-hmm. Now, and and you can trust me, and I will always act with your interests in mind. Now, when I go outside of acting with your interests in mind, and then I conceal those actions mm-hmm. for fear of shame, or fear of hurting your feelings, or fear of damaging our union, and I, I operate outside of truth. So I just want to be very like overt in saying that we must be operating from the same truth. Yes. And, and the, the, another question worldviews tend to, to ask or tend to make claims about has to do with authority, has to do with an ethic, mm-hmm. a way of acting, a way that is right and good and true according to our authority and our truth claim. So all of this will only make sense if we say unequivocally, God's truth is the truth. Mm-hmm. We are to conform ourselves to his truth and the authority by which he communicates that truth and, and, and governs our hearts mm-hmm. by the truth of him and his law and his character is mm-hmm. scripture. And so we're going to go to scripture here mm-hmm. and we're going to take it as true. Now, if ever our own views differ from scripture, then it's our job as Christians to say, I was wrong. I need to turn from that mm-hmm. and I need to turn to truth and obey. And that's called repentance. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to have that lens that, that, yeah. so we're not, we're not reading scripture just as nice ideas. We're saying these are true things that need to we need to live as if they're true. Right, it, it is the authority that we as Christians live our life by. It is the one that we submit to. And it's funny how, how sorry, I jumped in, <laughs> but it's funny how often you have to say that because not everybody actually says, yeah, I'm gonna live, I'm gonna let it tell me how to live. I'm not gonna right. we often choose go to how the, I wanna apply it. Yes, we often go to the Bible for some good advice. I'm having some hard times, yeah. so I need to read the Bible. No, we should be reading the Bible because it is, the truth, it is our soul's food, where we get life, where we understand uh, we and operate. And yes, it, yeah. ultimately how we know God. And so it is not it is not just this other resource that we can pull off the shelf with all of our other like help me books, right? It is the resource and it is the way uh, mm-hmm. that we know God. And so uh, we have to rightfully hold scripture where it should be mm-hmm. held, which is above us. 
and our desires and to and undergird define that, our desires. So we're going to talk through first John one, the, the walking in the light passage. You've heard us mention it countless times because it's just such a perfect articulation of this idea. And it's, we, and it gives us a great place to jump off yeah. of. However, I want to undergird it with one other thing. Okay. Cause we're talking about, cause John's the author. He has these certain ways of writing certain mechanisms that he uses in the Greek and, and light is one of those huge things that he's using to, to, to prove false the lot the narrative of the day mm. that had to do with uh who jesus actually was so john set out to really prove to people who would read his gospel that jesus isn't just a man he's not just a martyr he was the light he is the light mm -hmm. he is god and one of the ways john does that is and this is in the gospel of john so we're talking about the epistle of john today but the gospel of john which is john proper you could say mm -hmm. He starts off the book, NRK in Halagos, Kai Halagos, in Prostantheon, right? And, and Halagos is what he's calling Jesus is, is the word, right? And so mm -hmm. in the beginning was the word, the word was God, the word was with God. Logos is also the word for kind of like the wisdom of the day, mm -hmm. right? The philosophy of the day. And so John is pushing back just in how he's already constructing his argument on this idea that Jesus is less than God. Mm -hmm. And so when he, uh, and so when we let that truth, that reality, bear its full weight on our hearts, I think we we begin to see, and this this is obviously this plays out in the rest of the Gospel of John. Mm -hmm. But what is the result of this? Our starting place is the authority and person and work and salvation of Christ. Right. Walking in transparency does not work if we try to do it on our own for our own benefit. Yeah. In our own way. We walk in transparency because it's the, the way God has asked, it's called us and commanded mm -hmm. us to walk. Mm -hmm. And so I know all of this kind of is rehashing and I, I know it's not really <clears throat> in the script, but it's important for us to root ourselves in that because mm -hmm. it does give us <clears throat> the means and frankly, the courage mm -hmm. to step out in faith into these hard conversations. Yeah. yeah. So we want to make sure that we're all on the same page as far as definitions go. You were talking about uh, living in the light, what that means. We're going to define what it means to live transparently uh, and then how to deal with some of the fears that might come along with living in the light. Uh, and then we'll talk about, we'll share a few of our own experiences and how the Lord's kind of taught us and led us on this journey of transparency. And then we're going to leave you with three tools uh, to help cultivate uh, transparency within your marriage uh, so that you can embrace the promises and the flourishing that God has mm. for you. Uh, and that's well, not to say like, this is the prosperity you'll be given if you do this, right? It's not a, it's not a, I do this and I get this. It's, I do this. My heart is learning to submit and do these things. It's not just my actions and my physical body, but it's also the mm. spiritual man of me submitting and learning and doing what the Lord has instructed me to do. Even if my desires don't match up, I'm going to humbly submit, trust, and then watch as the fruit grows. And then I can, I can uh, engage with that fruit and, you know, eat it, yeah, well said. <laughs> consume it. So living in the light, we talk about one John one, we're going to uh, also one John two, one through six, but this first one, um, Verse five, uh, this is the message we have heard from him and proclaimed to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son cleanses us from all sin. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar and the word is not in us. It's so interesting to me 
how we can make God a liar. We can deceive ourselves, right? Just the, the deception and the lies of, uh, that happen when we don't walk in truth, when we don't walk in the transparency and in the light of mm. who he is. We were just talking about that before we hit record here. We did. Adam and Eve. <laughs> <laughs> so, you said, what did Adam say? And I'm like, which Adam? We know Adams. What are you talking about? Yeah, no, and then he pulls out his Bible. <laughs> Because I was trying to recall, what exactly did Adam say he, he, when, when God said, you know, who told you you were naked? He said, it was the woman whom you gave to me <laughs> who gave me the apple. And then I ate it. Like, he didn't just blame Eve. He blamed God. He made God a liar. Mm -hmm. Wow. Like, this is the, you know, the, the <laughs> first and prime example that we have. Yes, it's the first and prime example. It, I, I just, and so we tend to do that, too, when we do what John's describing here, when we when we act as if. Uh, if we say we have not sinned, right? Uh, we make him a liar. Oh, we're shifting all the blame, and the word is not in us. Yeah, and there's that there's that word again for the word. Right, right. right. So it it has a, our ability to be honest with God and honest with, frankly, ourselves and with our spouse. Yeah, says something about. I'm just going to say it: the word being in us. Yes, absolutely. And so if if you are unable to be honest with with yourself before God, like. That is that is an, an eternal problem, mm -hmm. friend, and we'll talk about that toward the end. Yeah. The point is, God's not a liar. There's no there's no deception in him. There's no, no falsehood. Darkness, in him. There's yep. no darkness or deceit in him. He is truth itself, but he also is. He's unable to, to lie. It's, it's outside of his character. For sure. sure. And so for us, so I mean, we have to walk in full view of, of what the script the scripture is specifically saying. So right. First John two. First John two. <clears throat> One through six, my little children, I'm writing these things to you so that you may not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate, the father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. He is the propitiation of our sins and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. And by this, we know that we have come to know him. If we keep his commandments, whoever says I know him, but does not keep his commandments is a liar and the truth is not in him. But whoever keeps his word in him, truly the love of God is perfected. By this, we may know that we are in him. Whoever says he abides in him ought to walk in the same way in which he walked. Hmm. I love the part that he talks about. If we know him, we say we know him, right? But if the truth is not in him, I just think of, of is it... In Revelations, I don't know, it's probably in the four gospels, when they're when Jesus is saying, Many will come, many will knock and say, God, I knew you. We spoke in the the town square together, or we did this, and he's like, Get away from me, I never knew you. I mean, the the amount of fear and terror, but I feel like this speaks to it as well because you're oh, saying, Yeah, I yeah, I know God. Yeah, I read I read my Bible, but like I still, you know, I'm dealing with this sin. Yeah, God's working on it, God's working on it. Friend, if we're not radically killing the sin that's in our lives and submitting it to the Lord and killing it by being transparent with our spouse about it, especially when it has to do with them, uh, then we are not actually living in the light. We are not actually uh, walking mm -hmm. the way that Jesus has called us to walk. And this is not a, this is not a, okay, this is the march of shame. Like you have to go do this and it's gonna hurt your marriage and it's all the things, it's no, this is the path forward it says that he is faithful to forgive he is faithful yeah. to bring us back together restore our oneness right but it's not an easy journey but that journey is necessary in order for the strength of the oneness to happen well said uh that verse you mentioned i just want to draw one piece out of it very quickly yeah. get away from me i never knew you that to me is a terrifying mm. potential result of self-deception yeah and so we need to be very careful not to take lightly 
our ability, propensity, desire to self-deceive when it comes to areas of shame and sin, just like Adam and Eve in the garden, they went and hid. They weren't hiding. They certainly thought they were. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, God asked, where are you? Not because he didn't know, but because he was drawing them out of the hiding. Right. Right. And in the same way, God could be using this, these moments, this scripture to Mm. draw us out of the hiding. And to draw us closer to him. Amen. Because that is where the closeness happens is, is when we come out of hiding, we then are in his vicinity absolutely so i just self-deception is 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 it's real dark it's real and it it has eternal consequences so let's just be honest with ourselves by the grace of god holy spirit help us see and and know you clearly and see ourselves clearly in light of who you are so always with the talk of transparency and sharing with your spouse there's a lot of fear that can be um I think just in our hearts, in our minds, we're dealing with, well, if I got to tell him this, I'm afraid that he's going to get mad. He's never going to trust me. He's never going to let me have the debit card ever again, right? Or he's never going to trust me to not go on social media and talk to someone I probably shouldn't be talking to, you know, of the opposite sex or something. So we want to address the idea of fear here biblically, okay? So again, we have 1 John chapter 4, verse 18. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. Hmm. Uh, the Bible also tells us that there are, that we should, he tells us what we should fear and what we should not fear, right? So the fear of man, we should not we should not be afraid of, of what man can do to us or what man can do to the body, right? Uh, we can and should be afraid, but the fear that we should be having or holding, I guess, within us is this reverence and holy fear of an awe of knowing who God is mm. and who we are in light of him and yeah. knowing that he is the one. I mean, for Luke 12, four through seven says, I tell you, my friends, do not fear those who kill the body and after that have nothing more that they can do. But I will warn you whom to fear. Fear him who, after he has killed, has authority to cast into hell. Yes, I tell you, fear him. Are not five sparrows sold for two pennies and not one of them is forgotten before mm. God? Why even the hairs of your head are all numbered? Fear not. You are of more value than the many sparrows. I love that. This is a very dark picture, right? Fear him who, after he has killed, has the power to then, the authority to then cast into hell. That's a pretty scary, dark that's picture a, yeah. for something. That's Jesus said that, by the way. Yeah. Okay? Red letter. Red letter Christians, words right like, there. <laughs> Jesus said it. So there's this very real call out of, out of the falsehood into mm-hmm. the truth. And then he said, then he follows it up and so loving. He says, yes, I tell you, fear him. Are not five sparrows mm. sold for two pennies? Right. These tiny little birds, mm-hmm. they're helpless. You can crush them literally in the palm of your hand. Right. And there's so many of them, right? And, and they're so numerous. And pennies is a very small value. Mm-hmm. So God is, is, Jesus is making a very stark contrast here between mm-hmm. the result of like a true fear of the Lord is, and this goes back to John, First uh, John chapter four. Yeah. A fear of the Lord is not a fear that's driven by, that, that's afraid of punishment, okay? That's mm-hmm. what, we wanna make that crystal clear here. Think about if you have kids, everyone is a child of someone. Think about if you've been punished um, out of a sense of anger and wrath and from a sinful place versus when you've been corrected in love. Mm-hmm. Perfect love drives out fear. For that type of fear, it says, because fear has to do with punishment, mm-hmm. the one who fears is not made perfect in love. And so, I think what John is saying there is he would have said perfect love or because fear has to do with punishment, but affection or a fear of the Lord has to do with correction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think, and with our kids, like they know that when they're being quote unquote punished or disciplined, yeah. we don't use the word punish in Just our household. We use, we use the word consequence because that's 
cause and effect. Yeah. We also use the we also use the idea of uh, correction more than we right. use the word punishment. Right. So anyway, that, I just want to make sure we drew that meaning out of there. Uh, uh, and then you had here. Um, Fear the Lord in the Old Testament, nations uh, heard of Israel's God and they feared him, they recognized him as the God I am. Yeah. And that had this, this ripple, ripple effect into Canaan and to the nations surrounding Israel. Yeah, I think when I first read through my whole Bible doing a, a reading plan, I knew the holiness of God so much more by reading the Old Testament. I said, kind of, you kind of hear the stories of the Old Testament and you're just like, mm -hmm. oh yeah, I am familiar with those. But until you read and understand it's a repetition of mm -hmm. Israel going away from the Lord, coming back, going out, being defeated, coming back. Like you understand the holiness of who God is and how the people, the nations of the time, the, str the strength that they had recognized him. And they only they recognized who, who he was because of the power that he displayed. Mm. Right. Because this was a, a very uh, polytheistic culture that they lived in. Yeah. So. The heart cannot love what the mind does not know. It's a quote that we love about Jen Wilkin. She says that. And mm. we just, I think, want to encourage you to, the call for transparency is not just to, like, lay everything out and say, okay, here I am. Like, there's this a, is me. There's an but end in mind. There's an, uh, we want you to know each other. We, wanted, yeah. we want you to do what it takes to know one another so that you can have the oneness. You can cultivate the oneness. You can experience the oneness that God has for mm. your marriage. Yeah, the transparency equals freedom, mm -hmm. and that's I think what you're drawing out is there is a, there's greater freedom in living. Hey, you're free of whatever shame and guilt yes. you've been holding on to. Yeah, uh, and you, you're free to then walk in the light and just deal with it. Um, but you also it's a freer way of living. So it's one. So there's kind of two levels of transparency here. There's the ongoing. It's we've created systems and habits for us to be live transparently with one another. Right. And then there's a transparency sense of that, oh, I've held something back and now I need to be known by you right. in that thing. With that, let's get really tangible. Mm -hmm. We have three tools. Of course, there's more than three possible. These mm -hmm. are three that we've found to be powerful, useful, mm -hmm. relatively easy to implement for building transparency and right. maintaining it. Right. And before we jump in, I mean, there's this whole underline like we've talked about in the last couple episodes as well as repentance and forgiveness and how those are a mark of a believer. Amen. They are yeah. uh, they are fruit produced out of the Holy Spirit at work in your life. So we were jo we were like kind of, you know, should a tool be repentance? Like, well, no, that's just the walk of a Christian, right? That's not an actual tool to help you. That's what we should be doing and submitting under anyways. And so uh, go back check out those episodes, I think it's 261 and 260, but these are tools that are kind of out, the next step kind of outside of that. I yeah, guess. if you're, just, you're thinking, how, how can I do this? Like, yeah. do I just go in and just air out all my dirty laundry at home tonight? Is that how I live transparently? Well, that's one way to do it. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know that that would be the most productive. Sure. Um, there are ways that are more productive than others, whilst both being honest, mm -hmm. but, but while still being yeah. honest. Yeah. So either, these are some ideas, and you might think of some on your own. Um, the first tool, is speak simply. Mm -hmm. In other words, just say it and get it out. Rip off the Band-Aid. I think we have a way when we feel ashamed or we, we kind of want to soften the blow. We want to justify it as much as we can. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and there's some tact is needed, okay? So you don't want to be completely terse and uh, not aware of how yeah. your words are going to land. But we also don't want to use words as a way to skirt around the truth. Yeah. So say it simply say it clearly and and get it out. Yeah. And now it helps to have a conversation well before that is necessary with your spouse that says, hey, when we deal with something that is difficult, 
let's let's make a promise to one another that will be clear and honest mm-hmm. when it comes time when it comes time to communicate around right. whatever that issue and is. And clear and honest doesn't mean you just say whatever you're feeling at whatever moment you're you're feeling it, right? And it's not attacking, being clear and honest about the piece that you need to own mm-hmm. and the sin that is happening. So yeah. we had unclutter your communication. We were joking about that because you were saying declutter or stop cluttering and we're cluttering our communication by trying to not clutter our communication. But that's just one way to think of it. Yeah, that's really good. So speak, speak simply. Um, the second way, uh, commit to digital transparency. There are a lot of mm-hmm. philosophies and ways to go about this. Here's the the Ryan and Selena method of digital transparency. We've been writing on this for almost a decade now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, basically, we have one tool. It's really tangible. It's called the phone drop test. It's at any moment I, I could drop my phone on the table and say, go for it. Right. Have at it. Look at texts, look at emails, look at browsing history, look at social media, messaging accounts, look at everything. And at any moment, I could do that without fear of being discovered. Right. And, it, and it's a it's a barometer for me or maybe a, maybe a thermos, th- thermometer. <laughs> <laughs> something that I just <laughs> measures something in my heart. That says if I if I feel even a wince of hesitation at that thought, Selena's never once asked me to drop my phone on the table. She's never been like, "Drop it, buddy." <laughs> well, I, I would say that's my caveat too, as as the spouse that uh, what might be the requester of the phone being dropped. Uh, you gotta you gotta tread with grace and mercy, and remember we're not policing our spouse when we're rebuilding trust. Yeah. Like that's what we're doing. We're rebuilding trust with one another. Yeah, and the, the test is more has more to do with your hearts mm-hmm. in response to the prospect of that. I would say we, we both would say, okay, and maybe that's something you need to do in the time that you're, hey, these next few months while we're rebuilding trust every Friday night at eight o'clock, let's do a phone drop test for both of us and we can just switch phones and check everything on each other's phones and yeah. just see where we're at. It's also a great way of caring for one another. It because is. I, it is. Uh, there's some folks that can kind of seep into your life. Yeah. That Undetected a little bit. Well, and they're not, and they might not be like predatorial and that they're trying to snatch your spouse away, but right. they might be toxic. Yeah. Friendships or maybe toxic relatives. Mm-hmm. And say we realize we talk as a couple, we say, listen, we're not going to talk to your sister in that way. Like you don't have a sister, so I can right, say Right. Or that. we're not going to share these issues with that, with her. Right. We're, we're going to give them some space because that's really hard on your heart. Yeah. I can tell. And then I go and I, and I'm, and I <laughs> see all your likes on your phone. <laughs> I've liked all my, I'm saying if you, invisible sister things. the prospect of your husband seeing that you've been talking again to your sister sure. after we talked about sure. that and, and I can see how it's affecting me <laughs> specifically asked you not to, asked not to. <laughs> anyway, you get what I'm saying yeah. is that it kind of it can become a way of, of keeping a balance and a, and a check in place yeah. to, to again, be honest with one another. It's like, why, why didn't you tell me you were talking to that person? Right. Because you know that I would not right. and it be, feels, be okay with it. It feels more challenging yeah. when you start, just like anything, but trust the process, stick to it. Yeah. In a couple months, you probably won't have to be having that phone drop test uh, and you'll just be in a better place. Good. Social media, password, logins, have protection, a- accountability against certain sites. Uh, he knows my all my passwords. Um, he will go on and post something about himself and my <laughs> social media. I've done that in a while. He's been known to do I that. Do that again. Oops. Uh, we venture on the side of having joint bank accounts. We share all of our finances. What do you mean venture on the side of it? We encourage couples to do sure. that. We venture absolutely. just came out. Sorry, it's <laughs> we a weird did. word. I I'm guess. like, whenever you say that, I'm a little we, bit of a cold. It's so okay. It's clouding it's my okay. thoughts. Quit sniffling. I'm sorry. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I was sick the last two weeks. So. <laughs> Yeah, so that is our policy, a complete, utter openness when it yeah. comes to our, our finances. Um, we do have roles to play in managing it. Yeah. It's funny because <laughs> you, you can't see one of our accounts on because it's just a logistics thing. Yeah. 
but you, so you, you can only share me. so many. We have a checking account and a savings account. You can't see the savings account. And so I'll Because boy, if I did. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> it's a joke. And so I'll just yeah. say, uh, it, but, but there's transparency there. The, the so, spirit of it's more fun. Oh, yes. Hopefully these are things that will just kind of spur your conversation on. Yeah. So the first one again is speak simply. Say it, be clear. Uh, second one, commit to digital transparency, whatever that might look like for you. Uh, the third, have predetermined clear boundaries in place uh, to protect your integrity. To protect integrity. Yes. So this again goes back to your worldview. It goes back to what you actually think about yourself. Mm -hmm. I am a sinner saved by grace, covered in the, by the blood of Christ, being regenerated yes. moment by moment, sanctified moment by moment, yeah. but still, mm. I, I can sin mm -hmm. and I still know that my heart is deceitful above all else yeah. and that if I, in a moment of weakness, I, I, I can, I have the capacity to sin yeah. in, in, in many ways. So protecting your integrity is setting up the systems and boundaries around your heart so that you know, uh, so that you, you, you have a better chance of winning those battles Absolutely. and that's wisdom Absolutely. and that that's discernment to do that. Right. And, and the Holy Spirit will obviously help you in those hard moments. Right. But if you're, uh, an, a long time alcoholic, you're not going to go park your car in front of the liquor store. In front of the liquor store. Right. Right. So you would obviously avoid it like the plague. So some ways we do that, clear boundaries in place before right. hand to protect integrity. Right. Friendships. Yeah. So we have a very strict policy in our marriage. I'm never alone with another woman unless it's my mom. <laughs> or your mom. Yeah. <laughs> and and I'm never alone with uh, any other man. And we have a lot of, uh, we have obviously a lot of friends. I'm never alone with their wives. Like even if it's a logistics thing, it's like I would just, I'd, I'll take a cab. Like we're not going to ride in the same car together. <laughs> yeah. It's just me and her. Um, another thing is we have uh, uh, folks that work with us. Yeah. Uh, and all of them are, almost all are female. And if I have meetings, like I work from home. So like the meetings happen here mm -hmm. in my office or at home in our, they're actually not in our office ever. They're always in, even they're not behind a closed door. Mm -hmm. They're in a room, but only if you're home yeah. and the room, the doors on the room are French doors and they're glass. Yeah. <laughs> so we have very specific doors. <laughs> no, very specific doors. So the, the point is, is we, uh, we'll, we'll cut, I'll cut a meeting short. I'll mm -hmm. reschedule a meeting. Um, if that's, yeah, I just will not be alone. So, yeah. and that's, that, that's, it's not like anything's going to happen. I mean, not, Nothing just the idea, happen, the idea just of, it, of, the yes, appearance of it. Yes. So yeah. having friendships, uh, also like on social media that you're private messaging on your own, uh, and your spouse doesn't know, I mean, you can get an occasional like, Oh, Hey, your kids are growing. That's awesome. Like, mm -hmm. thanks. And if it goes any further than that, I'll, I will just be like, Oh, Hey, so-and-so has been messaging me. This is what we've said. If you want to see it, it's fine. Yeah. But like, that's it. So again, there should be no questions. There should be no hesitancy. Uh, those are the goals you're going for. If you travel uh, for work, uh, your spouse that travels a lot. Um, he did used to travel. I used to travel a little bit more than that. You never worried about me. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, just kidding. I never, worried oh, about, I, I never worried about you. Uh, but check in times with the spouse. Hey, I'm going to call you at this time. Um, and he always had guy friends to check in with, to ask him the hard questions. Cause I, I don't need to police him alone. Right. Like I alone, yeah. other people will police him. No, I love him and I want his heart no, to be protected in his mind. Yeah. And so I want to check on him as his helper and his wife uh, and someone yeah. who, who loves him. Uh, and then you were saying, don't ever consume anything that would kind of lower your inhibitions. Like we're not against having a beer with dinner. Right. But if you're working and you go to a bar and you decide to drink and then your inhibitions are a little bit lowered, uh, that is just an yeah, open door decisions. for temptation. Bad decisions. Be wise. Um, and obviously it's a sin to, to get drunk for a reason. Yeah. 
because I think it's a gateway into many other darker, uh, more damaging things. Yeah. So um, set those boundaries in place yeah. beforehand. Yeah. Here's a really quick example from our own lives again on the, because people always push back on that. Well, what if, you know, I should be able to text my friend's wife or whatever. It's weird. People push back on that. We have a, a, <laughs> so a friend we've known for 15, 20 years, maybe. Yeah. She, she cuts my hair. Yeah. I always am group She's texting. cut my hair first. So, it's, so she cuts. She's, we've known yeah, her we, 20 she's years. She's a good friend. Yeah. Trusted, all that kind of stuff. But I, I when I schedule haircuts, it's a group text. <laughs> and so Selena's <laughs> kind of like gets through it. But I feel safer there. I yeah, feel absolutely. I feel like it's more honoring to you there. It's more honoring to her there. Yes. Like I feel like it's yes. it's way better. Um, so that's just a clear example of how that boundary is just there. Like yeah. we just don't breach the boundary. Right. And I love it. <laughs> it helps. So uh, I think that's that's the three the three main or three right. three tangible tools that you can start walking in transparency today. Um, like I mentioned early on, these all kind of are undergirded by this understanding that mm -hmm. there is a truth. There is uh, a way to live that is right. Yeah. There is a way to live that is wrong. There is a way to live that leads to life. There is a way to live that mm -hmm. leads to death. Namely, there is a way, there is a person that leads to life and there is a person myself that will lead to death. Mm -hmm. And so we've told you in the past few episodes, uh, we're not gonna miss this opportunity. Yeah. So if you're listening to this, you're thinking, man, I really want that level of honesty. I want to feel close to my wife. I wanna live in the light, but I'm afraid. Yeah. We're here to tell you there's someone drawing you out of the darkness and his name is Christ. It's not Ryan and Selena, it's mm -hmm. Jesus. He's This is his word. We're talking through words of scripture. He's saying, walk in the light as I am in the light so that you can have fellowship with me, with with, mm -hmm. with one another, Jesus, you have fellowship with Jesus, and you may cleanse me in righteousness. And in that, you will then not only have light, but life. Right. And not only life, but life abundant. Right. And again, he's a savior who wants mm. relationship with you, mm. right? He loves you. Uh, and I think that's just the part of me that has struggled. If you've had broken relationships, it's hard to imagine a God mm. that would want to have a close relationship with you and know you. Uh, be known by you, right? And so just understand that he's not just calling you out for a good, a good life, right? He's he's calling you out because he loves you. He created you. He created you in his image. Uh, there's purpose and design behind you. That's mm -hmm. not the ultimate, right? Like there, it, it's yes and. Like he wants to know you. He also wants to give you these things, but he wants you to know him and he wants to know, he wants you to just be able to engage yeah with him and it's a beautiful thing this life will come and go mm -hmm. but god will be here his and, word will and, stand and his yeah. word will stand and your relationship with him will be all that matters mm -hmm. your relationship to him yes as one adopted in or one who's rejected him so we're mm -hmm. saying join the family friend yes party's awesome yeah so let's pray and we'll call an episode uh if you have any questions oh yeah you can go to the sorry uh the news is good.com go to the news is good.com it we let out everything that we just discussed but mm -hmm. also kind of path forward into committing your life to Christ, turning yeah. from sin and walking with him. And no doubt you have a Christian friend that's just waiting for a text or for yep. some questions. So yep. reach out to them, friend. All right. Now we can pray. Lord, I thank you for uh, the gift it is mm. to, to walk in your light, to be known by you and still fully loved by you so that in our marriage, we can know one another fully mm -hmm. and still fully love one another despite our imperfections, despite the, the sins that we've committed, the sins that have been committed against us. We can still know and love one another in marriage and it is a mm. gift and it's by your grace. Lord, I pray for the husbands and wives listening to this, watching this, that I pray that they would uh, be emboldened, not by their own strength, by their own courage, by even our words, but they mm. would be emboldened and drawn out of the darkness by your words, by your word, that is your son in the flesh who died so that they can be in right relationship with you 
and by your grace and right relationship with one another. So we walk in that. We walk in your light. We love you, Jesus. In your name, amen. Amen. All right, friends, again, that website is thenewsisgood.com. Check it out. Other than that, this episode of Fierce Marriage is in the can. We'll see you again in about seven days. So until next time, stay fierce.